We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is a tale as old as time. Politician takes action that makes money for his family, and then he tries to conceal it. Yeah, that is a story that is as old as time. That was Congressman Jim Jordan talking about the Biden family's nefarious web of corruption and the tens of millions of dollars flowed into their coffers from opposing countries all over the world. You know, China, Russia, Ukraine, Romania, one of the stands... It's a remarkable time to be an American being called upon to save our country from the Democrat Party. Remember, the Democratic Party isn't. Friendly fire isn't. Common sense isn't. Common courtesy isn't. And most assuredly, the Democratic Party isn't. But the hearings have begun on Capitol Hill, hearing number one today, and I'm happy about that. That is a uh, that is a good thing, a positive development. The news media will, of course, hit the story in the back of the head with a shovel and uh, drag it to a shallow grave outside of Las Vegas because our media is the most corrupt institution in the United States of America. The Democrat Party has co-opted the media. The left has co-opted the media, which brings us to... Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism, which is a merger of state and corporate power. And uh, that's where we are in the 21st century in the United States of America, I'm sorry to say. So many stories to get to. You know, I do want to say, I'm talking to my my, uh, buddy Marty, and we're talking about President Trump last night with his speech on Newsmax and then the Republican debate on on, uh, Fox News Channel. And, you know, you got to keep in mind that, you know, the Republicans up on stage last night don't really think of Donald Trump as a Republican. Many of them, you know, the the uh, usual kind of uniparty rhino Republicans, they don't think of President Trump as a Republican. He's an outsider, of course. He's taking up space that they would like to occupy themselves, you know, because of the uniparty mentality and the go-along to get along and, the, you know, never mind the national debt and never mind the crime and never mind the open borders, these Republicans and Never mind the jobs, but that's what President Trump was talking about last night, the border and the jobs and industry and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, national sovereignty and, and the United States of America. Make America great again. There is not a Democrat in the country that uh, would do anything other than scoff and laugh at the idea that you should make America great again. They think America was never great. as a terrible, horrible, racist country. They're the biggest racists in the conversation, but, but never mind that. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, and these Republicans on stage. Anybody remember what, uh, you know, uh, uh, John McCain, Mitt Romney, what uh, what the media and the Democrats did to them? Um, they, they don't care. They're just here to destroy you. 
That's uh, that's the Democrat Party's role in our society. And uh, the news media is an engorged appendage on the body politic of the Democrat Party. Minor detail in the scheme of things, I am sure. Now, here's a Democrat story for you. This is what the Democrats are all about. And the Washington Post is not covering this story. I'm sure the New York Times is not covering this story. Haktui. I spit on them. But the Daily Mail is covering this story. A 95-year-old Korean War veteran, an American that served in our military in the Korean War, a horrible, bloody, gruesome war against the communists who were once again murdering millions of people in the name of bringing about totalitarianism, which is slavery. And the Democrats are pretty much there with the North Koreans these days. Korean War veteran Tank Frank Tomorrow, Frank Tomorrow, T-A-M-M-A-R-O. Frank Tomorrow served in the Korean War. He's 95 years old. He's being kicked out of his New York nursing home on short notice so it can be turned into housing for illegal aliens in New York City. And this is the Democrat Party writ large. This is, you know, the the primary effects, the secondary effects, the tertiary effects of bad policy. We got crime. We got murder, mayhem. Uh, we got that mass murderer convicted of murdering 11 people in Brazil that ICE captured in New Hampshire, which does not border Mexico. 11 people he was convicted of murdering. But pay no attention to that. And, of course, the illegal alien also from Brazil that murdered the woman in Pennsylvania and was on the lam for two weeks after escaping from prison. The man convicted of 11 murders escaped prison in Brazil and walked right into the United States because Joe Biden wanted him here. And the, uh, you know, the illegal alien from Brazil that walked in and then murdered uh, his, uh, the news media calls him his ex-girlfriend. It'd be his late girlfriend, wouldn't it? He murdered her in front of her two little girls. But pay no attention to that. So 95-year-old Korean War veteran Frank Tomorrow kicked out of his New York City nursing home on short notice so it could be turned into housing for undocumented migrants in an overwhelmed city where the radical Democrat mayor says they're destroying the city of New York. More than 200 beds at the Staten Island nursing home were turned over to migrants arriving in New York. Elderly residents, American citizens, war vets, were left scrambling to find new homes after being given six weeks' notice to get out, 95 years old. 3,000 migrants are now being housed at the Roosevelt Hotel in New York City, but this Korean war vet, he uh, feared he'd be left on the curb, living on the street, after he was ordered out of a Staten Island nursing home to make way for migrants that are overwhelming New York City because of Joe Biden and the Democrats. Frank Tomorrow, 95 years old, was given six weeks to get out of the Island Shores senior residence when it was sold to the city authorities last month. The thing I'm annoyed about is how they did it. It was very disgraceful what they did to the people in Island Shores. 95 years old, Korean War vet, brutal, savage war. And what are the Democrats doing? Throwing him out on the street to make way for someone that introduced himself to us by breaking our laws. 
Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. He said, I thought my suitcases were going to be on the curb because I'm not that fast, he said. If it wasn't for my daughter, they would have been on the curb. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I said, no, 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 no. You're not moving me. Yes, 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 we are. I said, no, 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 you're not moving me. And they said, yes, 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 we are. Mm-mm-mm. 95-year-old Frank Tomorrow, Korean War veteran. And it, uh, everything was done behind closed doors. And we didn't have a chance to actually make any attempt to stop them because there wasn't enough time. Ah, the Democrats. If that story makes you smile, you're a Democrat. What happened to the Democrat Party? They are just not on our side. I've been saying it for years and years, haven't I? Just appalling. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, I am telling you. What, what, a, what a country we've got here. Boy, oh boy. Oh. All right, let's, uh, let's see. We've got, uh, we still have so much more to get to because the Democrats are on the loose. They're off the chain, off the mic. Extraordinary stuff. Amazing. Sailing President Trump. Got your January 6th prosecutors stabbing people on highways in Florida and then just being released on bail. No big deal. Chasing a couple down the street trying to stab them. Amazing. Also, um, Zero Hedge, Biden impeachment inquiry kicks off live, and that's a, uh, that's a good thing. Mountains of evidence. You know, the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, keep telling us that there's no evidence, right? Mountains of evidence released by House Republicans on the Ways and Means Committee today point to a decade and more of influence peddling and financial fraud. wonder if they're overvaluing their their real estate holdings. Do they own a property next door to Mar-a-Lago? Uh, no. No, they don't. Influence peddling and financial fraud involving President Joe Biden, his son Hunter, his brother James, and multiple business associates, many of whom have testified and have said out in the open what the corruption is and the bribery and got the Ukrainian whistleblower. And, and our news media says, no, no, there's nothing to see here. There is no evidence. These documents will be reviewed on Thursday, that's today, in the first special impeachment inquiry hearing, the House Oversight and Accountability Committee. The Democrats are against, and that means the media, they're against accountability in government. Hunter has even referred to access to his father as the keys to my family's only asset. My family's only asset. The $250,000 wire transfer that was for Hunter Biden from the Chinese Communists Business Associates that went to Joe Biden's address, $250,000, quarter of a million dollars, no big deal. It's like Senator Menendez. He's got lots of uh, you know, cash in his house, too, because he's a Cuban, he says, and all Cubans have $480,000 in cash in their homes, I guess. That's uh, one of the things they're doing. And at the hearing today, which is uh, which is ongoing, they're starting to get into it and scratch the surface and lay out some of the some of the evidence which the news media will dutifully ignore. But um, that is a uh, we're going to have lots of audio for you uh, tomorrow 
from the hearing because, you know, it's going to go on and on. And uh, and watch, the news media will ignore. The most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore. Another one of my sayings, which is true, isn't it? Just amazing stuff. It will all, it's all been exposed, and the news media dutifully ignores it. It's like, you know, yesterday, Jake Tapper on CNN had a crazy, radical, extremist squad member who's out of her mind and shaves her head. She, he had Jake Tapper. I was actually watching Jake Tapper yesterday, and I was scoffing and taking notes and stuff. But he had Ayanna Presley on, who is a radical extremist, anti-American, anti-capitalist liar, a pathological liar. And, and uh, do you remember the plant rule? I had the plant rule long ago. It has to do with the news media. The plant rule is that when a story becomes so ridiculously obvious that it's embarrassing for the news media continue to carry the Democrat Party lie, that eventually they have to kind of, you know, crestfallen normally, they have to drop their shoulders and say, well, okay, I'm going to have to admit that there's a crisis at the border, even though I've been lying about it every day for a couple of years now. And that happened when Jake Tapper had the extremist, radical, America-hating uh, Ayanna Presley on yesterday with her shaved head looking like a mad person. She, she it was kind of strange, I thought, that she was wearing a suicide vest and carrying an AK-47 during the interview. Um, Ayanna Presley and Jake Tapper. No doubt about it. Uh, our, our border is secure and we're in the midst of a humanitarian crisis and we have to fix a broken system. Wait, and we also sec- you think it is secure? You think the border is secure or it is not secure? I believe that we are in the midst of a humanitarian crisis. No, no, no. It was a pretty clear question, I thought, from the Monica Lewinsky dater. Um, and the former Democrat Party Capitol Hill staffer, Jake Tabor. No doubt about it, our border is secure, she lied. And he is just sitting there like, uh, uh, even I can't let that one go by you know, anymore. I know we've all been lying about it here for years, but, but really you're saying the border is because Jake Tapper must have watched five minutes of Fox News. That is a conversation for another day. Sure, I, I don't I don't disagree with with this being a humanitarian crisis at all. But just to get some clarity on this and, and clarity, sure, it's a conversation for another day. But yeah, are, another do you day. think that the border is secure? I just do, is that what you said? And the sky is and the sky is. Uh, yes, the border is secure. Yes, the border is secure. Uh, Jake Tapper was, you know, kind of furrowed brow saying, I, I, I mean, I, I thought maybe I missed a word or something. But are you that big a liar? Shouldn't you? Just call her out on this, but he doesn't. But if you have millions of undocumented migrants coming into the country, how is the border secure? Well, you know, they use the words. Jake, this is not a new crisis. Lie. Uh, It is a humanitarian crisis. True. They just lie so naturally. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying except for the idea that the border is secure. I mean, if you have people crossing the border, it's by definition not secure. Seven and a half million he doesn't get into it. It's just, you know, he just, he's a fluffer. I mean, I don't disagree with any of the points you made about. I agree. These people are trying to seek better lives and they're escaping all sorts of horrible things. Yeah, socialism. But would you grant me the point that the border is not secure? No, no, she won't. Jake, that is a conversation for another day. Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber Allies. And uh, then she pointed her AK-47 at the camera. Uh, I took that as a threat. 
You know, uh, Joe Biden's uh, scheme to introduce the digital dollar in the United States is already underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences because notwithstanding what they're telling us, this is not in your best interest or mine, and time is of the essence. It's, uh, it's time to get smart on this scheme that the left has. You know, you can protect yourself, your, your savings, your retirement, your family from this scheme of the digital dollar by diversifying with IRAs in gold and silver. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirements and your savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, the border is closed. And uh, the plant rule, it became too embarrassing even for Democrat Capitol Hill staffer Monica Lewinsky dater Jake Tapper to just sit there and, and let her say, well, the border is secure. You know, just seven and a half million people or something, you know. Another couple of weeks that it'll beat the number that came in through Ellis Island over the course of more than 60 years, but pay no attention to that. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, let's go to the telephones. And let's talk to Dave, calling from beautiful Annapolis, Maryland. Dave, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, Dave. Hey, Chris, it's great to talk to you. Hey, my point is very simple. Um, Everything they are doing to Donald Trump, they are doing to us. And they, of course, are the news media, the Democratic Party, the DOJ, the IRS the CIA, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's a really important message because I've only heard that said one time, and it was by Donald Trump himself. But, you know, I would love to hear that message go out because I think it will bring a lot of clarity to uh, what's going on. And your earlier caller kind of alluded to it, but he didn't get the point out so strong that the other candidates in the Republican debate if any one of them become the nominee, they are going to be scrutinized and sent to you know where, just as hard as Donald Trump is. You know, you're 100 percent right. Of course, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm glad you called in. I'm glad you got through to um, offer that point of clarification. 100 percent right. Yeah, and the CIA with the felonious 51 lie. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. 
The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You know, the Democrats, they love rioting and they love looting. They love stealing things. Democrats, they're, uh, you think they're genetic thieves, Michael, or do they learn? Is this learned behavior or genetic behavior? This is just like shopping without money. It is like shopping without money. That's uh, John Miller on CNN yesterday. He's a lifetime law enforcement official and, and a Democrat. And I don't know how you can square those two things, but he apparently, that's the paycheck, you know. And uh, it's like shopping without money. Isn't that amazing? Now, uh, last night, again, a second night of looting in Philadelphia by the Democrats sacking and plundering businesses. They should all leave uh, Philadelphia and uh, go someplace else where there are no Democrats. We should really divide the country between sane people and insane people. And the Democrats are, of course, the insane people, criminally insane in all too many cases. Um, in fact, that was kind of an amusing, I think they call it a meme. They call it a meme that was uh, going around this morning that I, that I shared a couple of times, I think, and it's sort of amusing. Uh, James Woods, the actor, tweeted it out too. Uh, and the meme is, America is not divided by race, color, gender, or sexual orientation. America is divided into wise people and fools. And fools divide themselves by race, color, gender, or sexual orientation. That is uh, a pretty good summation of the of the situation. I've I've got to say, um, because our country is in very deep, and it's because the left is here. These aren't liberals. This is the left, and the Democrat Party, the Democratic Party, isn't. And these aren't liberals. This is the left, and the left destroys everything. That's their goal here in the United States as well because, you know, that's, uh, that's who they are. All right, let's, uh, speaking of looting, let's go to uh, soundbite number 20. In uh, Philadelphia last night, the Democrats love looting. They're the party of looting, which is mob, usually mob vibe. They do it in ones and twos now too. Um, but here is the local news, the local NBC station. Last night I was talking to you yesterday about Meatball. Meatball is a woman who self-describes as Meatball. And if you saw a picture of her, you'd understand why. And they're talking about... Everybody must eat! Everybody must eat! Everybody must eat! She's always hungry. Always hungry for something else. And she was out there during the looting of the mob. And it turns out she has a bunch of social media followers. And she was uh, rallying on social media, the violent criminal Democrat party to come and loot businesses and destroy the world, at least the parts that they could reach. So the parts that they could reach, they they destroyed. And last night, local NBC station, they're talking about, because, you know, we were talking about meatball, and uh, yesterday we were talking about all this stuff. And in fact, it was my friend, Mike Opelka, you know, Mike Opelka. Mike Opelka texted me during the show and said, oh, yeah, that woman you're playing, that's Meatball. She's a Democrat activist and a criminal and a looter. And uh, she was organizing on social media 
the violent criminal mob of thieving, violent, violent Democrats because, you know, she's an organizer. Barack Obama's an organizer, too. He's organizing the demise of Western civilization. He is a one-man army of Satan on earth. You know, they have after-school Satan clubs, don't they? The Democrats do. Here's the local NBC affiliate last night on night two of the Democrat Party's violent sacking of Philadelphia. So far, police have made 52 arrests, but that number could go up. As of tonight, 31 people are facing formal charges, including riot, burglary, and disorderly conduct. One of those suspects, a woman who goes by Meatball on social media. Police say she used her online platform to tell others which stores to target. Now, this nice lady doing the reporting there, uh, you know, they arrested 52. They should do a January 6th on them. They should track every stinking one of them down, track them to the ends of the earth like they're Nazi war criminals. They should beat them with nightsticks and cuff them and drag them away by their ankles and uh, throw them in uh, solitary confinement and don't give them lawyers. Just like January 6th, because, you know, trespassing, well, with Democrats, trespassing will get you shot and killed. Am I right? Yeah, sure. That's what happens. Like Ashley Babbitt. But here's the reporter. Her name is uh, Lauren Make, M-A-Y-K, Lauren Make. And Lauren Make, uh, once again, we noticed this on CNN yesterday, too. Lauren Make is struggling to not use the word looting because the Democrat Party does not approve. Police have been patrolling throughout Center City all day, and some of the stores that got hit last night, they have hired security to work throughout the night. All of this as an effort to prevent people from smash and grab, doing thefts like the one we saw last night, prevent them from doing that again. Yeah, you know what we saw? We can't call it looting. We don't want to, because the, you know, that the Associated Press tells us that we shouldn't use the word looting. In fact, the Associated Press style guide in 2020 uh, they give instructions to all the newsrooms everywhere in America and around the world, for that matter. The style guide um, discouraged people from using the word rioting. Don't use the word rioting. Instead, you're supposed to say it's a protest with violence, a protest with violence. And yesterday on CNN, their uh, law enforcement guy, John Miller, he, uh, oh, don't say looting, can't say looting. You're seeing this kind of... Uh you know, looting happening, I mean, uh, shoplifting. I mean, shoplifting. I didn't mean to say looting. Don't let the president of CNN know that I accidentally said looting when I was watching video of looting. I just said shoplifting because this it's... This is just like shopping without money. It is just like shopping without money. And maybe with a gun, you know? It's like going to the bank without money, but with a gun. They did find two guns. They, the, the looters that got arrested. The looters, they uh, picked two guns off of the looters. How many people were shot in Washington, D.C. yesterday? I think the police lost count. Um, And you know what? You know, more than 200 uh, killings. And almost everybody is black, right? The the killed and the killers. Uh, And nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody's lifting it because the Democrat Party is in charge. Um, And nobody talks about it. And if I talk about it, I'm a racist, right, according to the Democrats, because they're the racists, and you got to shout down anybody that makes sense. Uh, and they do that by calling everybody racist, right? And 200 dead in Washington, D.C. so far this year. Um, not for 26 years have we seen this many murders. And they keep saying back to the crack days. It was 
I think it was PCP was in there too, which makes everybody violent. Um, but it's just extraordinary that these murders happen and you can break records and nobody cares because the Democrats own the megaphone and they don't care and they abort 40% of the black population before they take their first breath and then justify it by saying they haven't taken their first breath. Isn't that amazing? Just amazing stuff. And we have open borders. Ted Cruz, I was driving home yesterday listening on the radio, and Ted Cruz was, uh, was up. They, the Republicans were holding an event. You know, the, Dem- the, the, the Democrats boycotted a congressional event in Chicago earlier this week where Republican members of Congress went there to talk about the crime crisis and the murders and the disproportionate impact it's having on African-Americans. And the Democrats boycotted it and called it a stunt. And then they shot a bunch of people just for good measure. So here's Ted Cruz yesterday. I was driving in the car. I was listening. I said, wow, he did a good job with that. He summed that right up. One of my recent trips to the board, a reporter asked me, said, aren't the policies of Democrats more compassionate, more humane than you mean Republicans? And I just started laughing. I said, you know who doesn't believe that anymore? Democrats. Where's Joe Biden? Where's Kamala Harris? Where's even a single Democrat senator? Where's AOC? I assume she still has her white pantsuit. She just can't be bothered to cry in front of the Biden cages. Because with Trump no longer in the White House, suddenly the suffering of those kids doesn't matter. You know, uh, uh, AOC famously went to the Southern border dressed all in white, in a white pantsuit, which you don't do out in a windy, uh, dusty desert um, where you're going to get dirty and stuff. But she's used to going to Manhattan restaurants and having somebody else pay. Uh, and it was an embarrassing moment for her. But they're, they have no shame. They're unembarrassable, especially her. And she has a single-digit IQ. Uh, Ted Cruz on the uh, border. You cannot see what is happening and defend it. And by the way... The reason Biden doesn't doesn't go to the border, the reason Kamala Harris and other Democrats don't go to the border, because if they did, y'all would follow. The press would follow. And their only defense, they cannot defend what they're doing. Their only defense is to cover it up. Corrine Jean-Pierre stands at the White House podium and says, people are not just walking across the border. It's not happening. There's a technical legal term for what that is. Careful now. That's called bullshit. And it's and he said that he said that at the press conference at the podium, um, you know the gloves are off a little bit there. Now we spoke to our friends calling from Corfu earlier, Mike and Carol, and I have been texting again with listeners in uh, Sweden today. Uh, not to be outdone, David sent us an ex post with a photograph of his legs and his feet soaking in a tub, and it says, "Listening now to the Chris Plant show on the app." while having a pedicure in McLean. He's got in his feet, he's getting a pedicure. And uh, there's a picture of his legs, and he's getting a pedicure. Because we're connected, man. We're connected all over the world. Ted Cruz yesterday talking about the border. You want to know how bad it is we're now seeing Democrat mayors, Democrat governors, mayors like Eric Adams, the Democrat in New York, who says illegal immigration is destroying New York City. That's with 110,000 illegal immigrants in New York City. If 110,000 is destroying New York City, what in the hell do you think 7.6 million is doing to the state of Texas and the other states along our southern border? I might say are doing, but, uh, but, that's, uh, but that's me. Uh, then he did something which should be done every single day, 
and he slapped the press for being such a pack of frauds, liars, charlatans, and Democrat Party bootlicks. I want to make a plea to the press. The reason the Democrats can do this, can look the other way, is because they're confident that the corporate media will not report on it, that they'll never have to answer questions about it. They'll never be confronted with the dead bodies, with the people being brutalized by these policies. So I want to make a plea to you, if you're not writing on it, if you're not running stories on it, if you're not telling what's happening, you are complicit in modern-day slavery. This is indefensible. It's evil. That was absolutely appropriate, uh, brilliant, well said. Uh, Ted Cruz is great on his feet. He's a great speaker. He's a very bright man. And I'm happy that he's on the side of good and not evil, on the side of the light and not the darkness. Pretty amazing stuff. And I was uh, talking to Seton Motley, you know, Meatball Philadelphia, the whole thing. She is organizing it all on social media, not censored by social media, not banned from social media, organizing mob violence, looting, uh, organized crime, not censored. Donald Trump censored. Uh, Pro-American people censored all the time. Meatball, not censored. All right, let's go to AOC. The uh, Do you think she's the dumbest person in Congress? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of competition for that. But uh, here's uh, AOC, day before yesterday, uh, showing us how smart she is. Numbers of when it comes to people coming to New York City today are nothing. I'm telling you, nothing compared to the daily amounts of people that we saw coming in from through Ellis Island in the first half of this century. In the first half of this century. First of all, she means the last century, not the first half of this century. We're not yet one quarter of the way into this century. But that is uh, your member of Congress from New York, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is a hero of the news media. Uh, and she is uh, not the brightest person in the world. Now, over the course of, of 62 years, while Ellis Island was the gateway to New York, 12 million people came in uh, through, over the course of 62 years. That's fewer than 200,000 people a year, a year, all right? And they didn't all stay in New York. <laughs> they came in. It was the gateway. They didn't all stay in New York. She's, and it was the last century, not this century, says the dumbest person. Uh, in the Congress. Um, and we've had more than 7 million. In fact, those are the knowns, the unknowns, probably another 3 million. We're looking at perhaps 10 million people in the first two and a half years of Joe Biden's four-year term as president. Um, again, 12 million over, over the course of 62 years through Ellis Island, uh, fewer than 200,000 a year. This woman is as dumb as a stump. You're seeing you know, more than 12 million immigrants that passed through Ellis Island between 1892 and 1954. Somebody and told her. And we had seen just huge numbers of people coming in per day that ha- that far eclipsed, um, far eclipsed what we're seeing right now. That is uh, not not true. That is uh, not, not Talking about New York City specifically, well, the 12 million people that came into Ellis Island over the course of 62 years, more than half a century, fanned out across the country when dumb people rationalize. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You know, when she gets laughed out of Congress, she's going to get a TV show on CNN. Either that or MSDNC.
America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there Hi, are Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. The octane action in the dust, a new film puts... Our staff of correspondents provide a fast-paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the Morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. I'll tell you who was also great yesterday, Senator Katie Britt, B-R-I-T-T of Alabama. She was great at this press conference about the border, and she took it to the news media, too. I, uh, I was very impressed with her. Very impressed. She needs to be out front more often, but, you know, Mitch McConnell, he's, uh, he's in charge. You know how that is, and... Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. All right. Let's uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to uh, let's go to John calling from Germantown, Maryland. John, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hi. Hey, John. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering why uh, this judge uh, didn't look up something like Zillow or some other site <laughs> that could give real estate values. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and you know, uh, what are the taxes that are owed on a three hundred million dollar estate? <laughs> right, and an eighteen million dollar estate is is President Trump owed a big refund? <laughs> That's a great idea. He should go back and uh, and ask the state of Florida, which has no income tax, but they do have major property taxes to offset the no income tax. Um, yeah, if he's been paying taxes on a $300 million estate that that the court has ruled is only worth $18 million, he should go back and uh, make a mockery of this sham and demand uh, refunds on his property taxes. That is a brilliant idea. Are you an attorney? No. But, uh, you know, is there a, I mean, does he have to pay uh, like a, uh, well, I guess he'd have to pay a fee maybe or something. I don't know. To get uh, to, to to have his property reassessed at eighteen million dollars instead of more than three hundred million dollars, I, I, I guess so. And if the, I mean, I guess is the uh, the charge more like uh, to 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 go ahead and and do something like that or or pursue something like that, or is there a, a fee he can just pay the court, like say I'm guilty, and then and then make a, a big refund. Yeah, you know? file for a refund. I think yeah, you're onto something there. I think it's a good idea, John. You're you you got you got something going there. I think President Trump would like to like to hear this. And you know what? They should immediately file based on the judge's ruling uh, in the state of Florida. They should they should file for a refund based on what the uh, court has ruled. And um, maybe this turned out to be the best thing ever. That could be that could be a really good idea. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it can make them a few bucks. <laughs> You're here to help. Thank you, John. I, uh, I had some, and go to Zillow. Should have gone to Zillow. He's just a judge who's trying to strip President Trump of all of his business licenses in the state of New York for lying to the banks. But the banks don't say that they were lied to, and they did look at Zillow. Oh! 
Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge seasons one and two of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen.